we have a really real deal guest. As promised, folks, uh, we have Noah Rothman, and uh, Noah is uh, uh, he's a good fit for Man's World Radio here, and uh, he has written a fantastic book, Unjust, uh, Social Justice and the Unmaking of America, and Noah is an associate editor of Commentary. It's a journal of scholarly opinion, and he is uh, he is a true scholar, I'll tell you that, folks, and uh, they have been in the news and analysis business uh, since 1945. He also contributes uh, over at MSNBC. Uh, he is widely followed. He's a Drew uh, University graduate and uh, with a degree in Russian studies and a master's degree in diplomacy and international relations from Seton Hall. And we want to say welcome to the program, Noah, and thank you for sharing with our audience. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. And look, I saw you, uh, man, uh, um, on uh, on Joe. Um, Joe and Mika, they had to gang up on you, man. You you <laughs> are the bomb. See, that's what happens when a, when a man totes a set of onions. These jokers, they have to go get reinforcements. There's about four or five of them trying to jump you. Well, I'm you know very appreciative to Joe and Mika for having me on. It was a pleasure, and you know I was dealing with uh, I was with some attacks on on the substance of the book, but the book had just come out, so nobody had really had a chance to read it. So hopefully, in the interim, some people have read it, digested the arguments in it, and we have a chance to talk more about substance uh, of, of sort of the arguments that I make, and not about yeah. You know, a, a well, you know. Well, now you know, Noah. If it's if the argument is on substance, okay, it's going to be like two minute a, a knockout in the first round. They cannot defeat us on substance. This is why they have to go to the, the politics of personal destruction and identity politics, which you call in your book identitarianism. I like that word. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the pushback that I get from the especially people who haven't had a chance to read the book but just come from a set of assumptions is that you don't have the requisite experience to opine on any of this with authority. Your uh, your identity, your background, your personal uh, demography and socioeconomic status preclude you from having an educated opinion, and that to me is a non-starter. It's almost mm-hmm. a form of ad hominem attack. Um, it doesn't actually get at the substance of these issues. And then once you talk about the substance of, of what's in my book, you start to get some some recognition about what social justice has become. If you mm-hmm. don't have any experience with this sort of thing or just the religious traits of it, it comes from a noble religious trait, a religious mm-hmm. background. You might think it's a pretty unobjectionable way to think about fairness and equality in a just society and righting historical wrongs. But when I talk to social justice activists about what they believe, some of the really pernicious things they believe, like the fact that meritocracy is a myth, Mm-hmm. That your accidents of birth set you on a course in life that is in many ways predestined. That separatism is a good thing because it prevents social discomfort and colorblindness in institutions is naive at best and dangerous mm-hmm. at worst. And then when I tell them that white supremacists believe all this too, mm-hmm. they sort of look at you funny. Oh yeah, um, like, and and, and look, the Nation of Islam, the Ku Klux Klan, they all and look, all of this is the Democrat Party. You know, Dr. King's vision is literally the embodiment of Dr. King's vision you can find in the Christian conservative constitutional coalition today, which is the antithesis of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and they're two different, they're two sides of the same coin, right? And in, uh, in the, the white nationalist protesters and violent demonstrators on the right and the, uh, the identitarian activists on the left, 
And social justice, as, as it's construed by even its, its brightest philosophical minds, prescribes mm-hmm. discrimination in order to address discrimination, sort of a negative retaliatory structure that would put downward pressure on people who have benefited from historical conditions of which they might not even be aware, and uh, people who have suffered from those conditions. And it's, it's not only is it, is it psychologically damaging to think about your world as though it's this unnavigable matrix of prejudices, it's also just simply impossible to deliver. American institutions mm-hmm. aren't designed to deliver that kind of retribution. Um, the cure for the ills of more bigotry, or bigotry rather, is not more bigotry, but that is the prescription that so many social justice activists arrive at. Mm-hmm. Now, I would take exception with one thing you said, that the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the white racists are on the right. Now, I'm, I'm as far right as it gets, okay? I mean, Attila the Hun is not as far right as the hatchet man, and, <laughs> and, and I'm not a racist, okay? So, you know, that people why why do why do you make that assertion and you know why is that you know it seems that i'm a limited government conservative and that yeah. if you have government is limited in the spheres of authority that god created from the individual to the family to the community the church then local government then state government and then the federal government so if if government is limited in that way then don't all the authoritarians want big government so that they can use governmental power to take their personal preferences and prejudices and attack other people such as Stalin, Mao, Lenin, Pol Pot, uh, David Duke, uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, you know, the, the Democrat Party, uh, Stalin, Lenin. Yeah, you know, uh, they're, they're now they, and and the and the Klan and and all these people. I mean, you you even seeing it now in in my home state of Virginia with this Ku Klux Klan stuff coming from a Democrat back when he was uh, twenty five years old. He's a doctor now. He's the governor of my home state. But yeah. this was the Democrat Party. This was not the Republican Party. This was, you know, the Republican Party has said ever since its inception that we do not believe in. One group of Americans being over top of another group, we believe in equality. And we yeah. say that now, and Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they don't want to hear equality. They want special rights. Yeah, but that is what also what the activists on the alt-right believe, too, and they describe themselves as alt-right. They're not conservative, as you, as you say, not at all. They believe in um, a, a significant government uh, presence in their lives in order to affect the kind of social change that they think is their due. They, they believe themselves to be victims. They believe themselves to have been robbed of that which is their right, and they appeal to the strong hand of the state to return that which is their right. They're not on the left. They don't have a liberal policy prescription, but they are authoritarian. So in that sense, they're certainly not conservative. Well, then aren't they bad? Democrats either. Well, aren't they more bedmates with the left than the right? Because yes. if, if they're not limited government, then... They are, they're against me, and I'm against them. Yeah, that is the whole point of my book, actually, is that the distinctions between these two far fringes of the political spectrum are, are so narrow that I decline to make them. Wow. They are, they're generally two sides of the same coin, and my hope is that this book helps people to recognize that who might be inclined to make excuses for their mm-hmm. side fringes will be less inclined to excuse that kind of behavior moving forward. Wow. Because it's damaging. It's deleterious. 
Very, that, that's a brilliant point. It's like they're the bloods in the crypts and we're the cops. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Listen, now, do I, I know we, we asked you for one segment. Would you please, would, if, if, if possible, do you have time for, you know, one more segment on the other side of the break? Unfortunately, I'm at a hard break here. I got to go on TV in, in 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, you go do I'm your so thing sorry. and you knock them dead, brother. Thank you so much. It's a great book. Okay, unjust you, social justice and the unmaking of America. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye now. Take care.